0: Hello and welcome to Radius Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Liam O'Brien, community organizer here at Radius Cowork. Coffee Talk is a short-form podcast where I interview Radius members and share their stories, insights, and experiences. We hope that this podcast can help you learn a little bit more about one of our many members and help foster more connections in our community. For anyone tuning in for the first time, Radius Cowork is a co-working space located on the ninth floor of the Renaissance building in downtown Erie, PA. We're passionate about Erie's downtown revitalization and contribute by providing freelancers, remote workers, and small businesses with better services, facilities, and community to get work done. Learn more about us at radiusco.work. With me today is Jordan Fuller. Jordan is the Director of Entrepreneurship at the Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership, overseeing the Fire and Ice Program, which features the Fire Accelerator Program, the Ice Angel Education Program, and the Ice Angel Fund, and managing the growth portfolio of alumni companies. The Fire Accelerator Program has attracted companies from around the world and across the United States and encourages and encourages participants to establish a business presence in erie jordan laid the foundation for the program while completing his undergraduate degree in erie since its inception the 37 alumni companies have raised over 100 million dollars of additional capital and 60 million dollars of sustainable revenue growth the program has continued to grow to include a 10-week global business curriculum network business attraction and retention models and angel investor support the annual program runs from late summer to fall additionally Jordan is expanding the chambers current startup and entrepreneurship services to include ongoing research a collaborative leadership committee and news events Jordan graduated from Gannon University in 2018 with a bachelor's in marketing and supply chain management as well as a minor in economics he currently serves on the board of directors for junior achievement impact cory and athena power link Jordan, good to have you on Radius Coffee Talk.
1: Thanks for having me, Liam. Super looking forward to the conversation today.
0: Me too, Jordan. It's always such a pleasure to run into your downtown or here at Radius and have an interesting conversation. And now we get to share our interesting conversation with everyone else. So, something that most people don't know about you, which I was surprised, but then thought it made a total sense is that you are a power lifter.
1: Absolutely. S- it is it's one of the things that I do to unwind and keep myself sane. It's it's sort of turned into something larger than that. Um I've developed a, a nickname thanks to my coworkers at the chamber of SMEED S M-I-E-D, which stands for the strongest man in economic development. <laughs> so uh I, I love Picking up heavy things and then putting them back where they were.
0: Have we tested this? Have you gone arm to arm with anyone to, to figure out if you are? Or is it just pretty obvious?
1: So this is, I, I will say it is completely untested. <laughs> However, if there are challengers to the throne, I'm more than happy to meet them on the Uh, the field of combat.
0: Perry Square, noon. Absolutely. Just start benching. (laughs) Any
1: any Thursday, bring your setup. I'm happy to have a a lift (laughs) off with you. You want to do some deadlifts in Perry Square, let's do it.
0: Nice. Oh, that would be so fun. Tell me a little bit about your backstory, like where you're from, about school and some of the early jobs that you've had that led you up to this point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So growing up uh, just outside of Pittsburgh, I graduated from uh, in high school, the, the famous eerie question, which I was never asked um, until I got here, actually was, "Where'd you go to school?" Um, and I always answered that with Gannon, but they always, "No, where'd you go to high school?" <laughs> and I, and so I would say Seneca Valley, and they'd go, "Oh, Seneca?" And I said, "No, Seneca Valley down outside of Pittsburgh." So graduated from there in 2014, and then came up to Gannon in 2014, graduated in 2018, and the rest is history. I've been here ever since. And absolutely loving it. The opportunities that this city has opened up for me personally and professionally have just been absolutely incredible. And and I don't know of anywhere else that someone like me could do what I've done here. Being trusted to operate and oversee investments into now 37 and soon to be even more portfolio companies that are just doing incredible things, uh, being uh, we host a radio show. I mean, all this sort of stuff that I've I've thought about wanting to do forever. Erie is a place where if you say you want to do it, you can just go ahead and do it, and uh, you can find ways to make it happen. It's been awesome.
0: Absolutely. I think the city is up and coming, so it, it just provides a lot more opportunity, like you said, whereas a city like Pittsburgh maybe or another bigger city – Has a lot of things already developed, so there's just not as much room in the sandbox, if you will.
1: Absolutely. So like, if I were to start a business accelerator program in Pittsburgh, it would have been the third or fourth, and now it would be one of at least 10. But here in Erie, we're still the only traditional global business accelerator program that attracts high-growth-style technology startups to a region, Erie, for us. Uh, and then develops a curriculum for them, trains them on, on their gap areas. We make a capital investment into each company ranging from 25 to 100000 dollars. And then we pair them up with with mentors to help them uh, go faster and better. And, and really where we where we strive and where we our strongest point is is our connections into industry. So that's where we really are able to get some tremendous benefits for our companies. So you mentioned that we our, our portfolio companies have raised, an additional 100 million of follow on funding and 60 million of and and have also grown their revenues to 60 million across the portfolio for a, a typical business accelerator program you're going to have a significantly higher additional uh, capital investment number than you would revenue but because the kinds of companies and the kind of services that we're able to provide to our portfolio you see a lot tighter of a number there we're growing and we're we're helping create Real, actual, sustainable businesses that are not reliant necessarily on the next round of fundraising to continue growing. They're able to continue to grow at their own pace.
0: So tell me about the start of the accelerator program. I in your bio, it mentioned that you were still at Gannon. So tell me about that.
1: Yeah. so at the time, it was an organization called the Erie Innovation District, uh, and I was employee number one there. Uh, the The executive director at the time, after the interview, he called me up and said, "Well, when can you when can you start?" And this was at Christmas break of my senior year, and I said, "Well, I can start on May fifth, which was uh, or the seventh, which was two days after graduation." And he said, "Well, I thought this was a uh, immediate start kind of thing." So uh, after going back and forth, we we decided that I would start working at a part time basis, laying the groundwork for what a business accelerator looks like in Erie. So. I did all the things that an entrepreneur would do. I started calling accelerator programs from around the country saying, what is it that you guys do that works? What is it that you do that doesn't? What do you look for in founders? What do you look for in companies? Tell me how you guys do this because I want to build something bigger and better. And that naturally led me to the, the next step of that, which was customer validation. So I started calling the founders that graduated from these other accelerator programs. And they had no reason to talk to me, um, but they were very welcoming uh, of that. So I would ask them, what about your previous accelerator programs did you like? What about them did you not like? What support after the program did you receive? Which ones did you not take advantage of? And really this picture of what an accelerator program can look like, but also specifically tuned to Erie for the, the resources and the capabilities that we have. So um, all of that was done uh, while I was finishing up undergrad. And then I say undergrad, like I went on to grad school or anything like that. <laughs> but while I was finishing at Gannon um, and then all the way up to graduation, I was in between classes interviewing potential companies for the accelerator program. I remember one day I had to skip an economics class because uh, I was interviewing someone for, for the program, and at the end of that process, we were two weeks after graduating, we had our first cohort of nine companies on the ground, and I was handing out investment checks for more than my salary was going to be for that year to nine companies uh, that were going to spend the next 12 weeks with us here, and that kicked off. Uh, just an incredible journey. We're entering our sixth year. Uh, We've run the program five times. We mentioned that we have 37 companies. So every year we invest in between five and 10 startups, specifically focused on whatever the area of uh, attention for the accelerator is that year. So one of the things that we heard repeatedly through the planning process was It feels like we'd go into a, from the founders, they would say, it feels like we go into a community where no one knows anything about us. And sometimes they don't want to work with us. And so that built in this ethos for us of the worst thing that we can do is bring a company to Erie that nobody wants to work with. And so when we moved over to the chamber in 2020, we implemented a selection committee of business leaders from the region that are working in the industry that the accelerator program is focused on. So the first time we did it was in manufacturing. So we brought the CEOs and um, general managers of manufacturing companies from around the region in, and they donated their time to review each of the applications that came in and then provide their feedback on them. Um, And, and all of that led to our final call where we decided who would be in the accelerator program and the only way that a company gets accepted into the Erie the Fire Accelerator here in Erie is if one person from that ta- at least one person from that table raises their hand and says I will work with this company so before you, any a founder is even accepted into the program they have their first meetings already set up and they don't even know it yet And I think that that in large part is why we've been able to have this success that we have is we're proving out and we're validating these companies with their real customers before they even get here.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. It reminds me a little bit of a book I'm reading right now where the guy that founded Waze and he said they would launch before they were ready. They would start talking with customers before the product was totally ready. And that's kind of what you're doing. I feel Mm -hmm. like in a way you're validating before getting these founders excited and that makes total sense how that would how that would be helpful so let me ask you this let's say you've gotten the founders down the pipeline to the point where maybe you haven't selected them yet or you're about to or maybe you have but you want to get to know them i'm sure on a a more personal level as well so how do you like to get to know the founders that you help bring to erie
1: so before the program uh we 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 try and keep our our Engagement with the founders as, as easy for them as possible. So we try and have this be a very founder-centric program. So we understand that uh, we that founders have commitments, and a lot of the time, if they're in their early stages, they have full-time jobs on in addition to their company that they're starting. Um, maybe they've got their first their first product or their first investors ready lined up or their first customers. So starting even from the very functionally. We have a general idea of what our timeline will be. We, you mentioned at the top that we run from uh, late summer into early fall. That's the only parameters that we give when we start this. We don't even set our timeline until we have our cohort selected because we have to make sure that everyone the program works for those that will be participating in it. So... I don't have the, the 10 weeks identified three years in advance or anything like that because that's not how the real world works. And we like to have our program reflect the workflows of the startups that we work with. So to get to know them, we, we do a series of interviews, Zoom, because these are coming from around the world. We have officially crossed the threshold of our founders doing business on every continent, including Antarctica now. Oh wow! Um, so this is a truly global accelerator program Who's doing business on Antarctica? So we have a company that does uh, assist first responders specifically for helicopter rescue missions. So they've developed a technology that stabilizes suspended loads. So think about uh, litters underneath helicopters, or if you're downtown Erie, things being lifted by cranes, or Hmm. if you're a skier, gondolas. Anything that is underneath something else. This is an audio medium, but I'm showing with my hands (laughs) what's going on. Uh, But you can picture it. If it's hanging from a rope or a chain or something, and then there's a wind factor, or it's moving. This will stabilize. This it. will stabilize. Oh, nice. And so they were doing a test with some uh, National Guard uh, tr- uh, crews down in Antarctica. Wow. This company also uh, crossed the border into the Ukraine and de- and delivered their technology to first responders in Ukraine and helped onboard and get them all set up. And that was an inbound call. the The government of Ukraine found them. Wow. And called them and said, "We would like some of your uh, rescue kits." on our helicopters, which Yay. is really cool. That's really cool. Really. From Erie. From Erie, Pennsylvania. This is a company that uh, found our program because I sent them a cold email. Uh, <laughs> they they had graduated a program that we'd been tracking, um, and obviously we were enamored by their product and saw some great opportunities here for manufacturing of their product, but also uh, it was when construction was starting downtown, so we thought we had a pretty rich test bed for them. Yeah. Uh, and so I shot him a cold email and said, hey, you don't know me from anybody, but we've got this accelerator program. Would you consider applying? And that's how we found a lot of our, our programs. It's it's constant scanning the marketplace and understanding what's going on out there and then actively sourcing applicants because we can take our, our a gamble on a program and say, we're just going to put an open application up and hope that. Ten good companies find us, or we can source some ones that we know will be quality and, and sort of juice that count from the beginning. And so, just to ensure outcomes, both from an investment but also economic development standpoint, we take a very active role in in attracting companies to apply to our program, uh, and, and that's how we've found a, a good portion. But we've got an awesome alumni group and portfolio of companies. I get at least a dozen referrals from our portfolio every year for the, the coming Accelerator cohort. It is, and that to me is the greatest compliment I can receive uh, because it said that that founder trusted the, our program enough to give up equity in their company, a piece of what they're building in exchange for an investment in the program. Wow. But not only enjoyed that so much that they told one of their colleagues, hey, you should go and try that. And once that started happening, I
0: knew we were onto something. And
1: then it's all been off to the races since then.
0: That's awesome, man. Well, it's so good to have that kind of thing in general, but also obviously here in Erie. And surprisingly, you're someone that came from outside of Erie and said, oh, I like it here. I'll stick around here. And I'm sure having a sweet job right out the gate helped. But what about Erie really attracted you? Definitely isn't the winter, or is it? Well, so I I don't mind the winter. If you're listening to this, you
1: may have seen me around. I'm a downtown boy. I was doing the math on it the other day. From freshman year to right now, I have moved six times within a nine block radius. <laughs> I right now can see my freshman dorm from my apartment's living room, which is really wild to think about. But um, I have been downtown and I love everything about the downtown area I skateboard to work i work out at the gannon Rec. i eat and drink at the restaurants around town this is it's become home and i it will be forever grateful for this this becoming my home and and that i've landed here so gracefully and been welcomed by the people of this community
0: yeah, I love it here too, man. It's getting it's getting better and better every year with more cool places popping up. Now we're going to have a climbing gym. It's going to be it's going to be really wild.
1: I I'm not built for climbing, but Drew Whiting uh has challenged me to um, become a climber once <laughs> it's open. So you might see me out there, but just know
0: that it's not it's not my chosen method of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've a uh, I've Given a shot a couple times at climbing, and it is tricky and it's painful in your forearms. Okay, but it's it's it can be pretty fun.
1: Uh, I, I'm I'm I will definitely try it. Um, I don't know how much I'll be there, but I'll definitely be
0: there at least once. Gonna put the rocks down, man! You're supposed <laughs> to climb them. That's right. I'm just gonna be picking them all up. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, um, how can people get to know you a little bit more or learn about the work that you're doing at the chamber?
1: So uh, you can find me on the the Radius website. You can find my bio, which was uh, perfectly read off by by Liam at the top (laughs) of this. Uh, but equally, you can find us in uh, Perry Square every Thursday during the summer. Uh, you'll see me, Brian Slaywin, and Greg Wendell. Uh, and then an assorted cast of characters. Liam's there most most Thursdays. Uh, and then other Radius members pop in and out. We we also co-host a radio show on Fridays. So if you go on Facebook, you can find Entre Radio 814, presented by the Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership. Or just if I, you see me skateboarding downtown, just stop me because that's... I I love talking to people. So feel free.
0: Very approachable. Very cool dude. Jordan, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Radius Coffee Talk. To learn more about the space, facilities, and community, or to schedule a tour to see it for yourself, please visit radiusco.org.